was a young boy. My father took me into the city to see a wrestling match. He said, son, when you grow up, would you be the champion of the world? The man who beats the man. That's right, folks. Our fathers are taking us into the city this weekend to see a wrestling match. <laughs> AEW. <laughs> AEW. Thank you, My Chemical Romance, for recording that special version. Just Thank for you. Show. Thanks, Gerard. Gerard. Uh, yes, Forbidden Door, Collision, AEW, back in Toronto for the second time mm-hmm. uh, in history. We'll be there. Uh, I'll be at Forbidden Door. You'll be at both shows, but... We're excited. There's lots to talk about. The debut of Collision just happened this past week and so much more uh, because, yes, we are here. The Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, Cameron, Black Parade Osborne. Bang, baby. Mike, what an introduction you just had there. You are right. I slipped up. Get this. $15 a ticket. For collision, uh, it was. I think it was a so, but but so so get this. It was a me plus three deal. So you had to buy four tickets. Each ticket yeah, was fifteen bucks. That. But if you were buying one, two, three, five, six, seven, or eight, I believe up to eight. The, uh, in in the yeah. same section, same row. Tickets were 52 bucks. I'm looking at this cost. I say to myself, even if I go with one other person and we split the cost, it's still less money. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure there are people that will buy four, sell two on StubHub, and to keep the other two and still like, get Or even just buy four because they want the extra leg room. Or just that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, want to, they want to sit in the two middle seats and then have like the, uh, the other seats on either side of them. Yeah. Don't be beside anyone. That's correct, and everything in between, you know. Uh, so yeah, I, I, as soon as I saw these, as soon as I saw these prices, I thought to myself, I have to scoop them up, Mike. We have scooped it. We scooped up our Forbidden Door tickets probably back in April, I think, at least March. And uh, what can I say? The show is really shaping up to be something spectacular. Yeah. No, I guess Tony Khan saw those ticket sales. He's like, all right, we got to do something. It's it's a week away. Let's big promo. You exactly. Know, maybe yeah. come Friday, Saturday night, they'll have me plus one specials. <laughs> or just, just me know. specials. Uh, but either way, whatever it is, let's get into all of the weekly wrestling action that we do here on the show. Uh, let's kick you off with a little bit of SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait, we used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. SmackDown uh, and both Raw, the main roster, building up to our um, our Money in the Bank pay-per-view live from London, England in a couple Jolly weeks. Jolly old. The first, I believe, Canada. Is it? Is it on Canada Day? Uh, if that's the Saturday, then yeah. I think so. Okay. So I'm sure uh, I forget what time then. If they're ahead of us or behind us, I can't remember in time zone wise. Well, I feel like, th- yeah, I think they're five. Hour- they're five show, hours maybe? ahead of us. Five or six hours ahead of us. Okay, so it'll be like a three o'clock show for us here. Have an afternoon Canada Day beer, watch the pay per view, do whatever. You <laughs> Why want. the hell not? Yeah. 
but yeah, we're not quite there yet. We're here on SmackDown. We've got a tag team gauntlet match to uh, see who gets the next shot at the undisputed tag titles. So we start off Street Profits taking on Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Uh, Dawkins tries to leapfrog over Ridge, but he jumps right into a broke kick from Sheamus. That gets the first pinfall, so they're out. Uh, then we get the Brutes versus Gallows and Anderson. They slug it out. Sheamus hits Anderson with a broke kick. Another elimination. Thank you. The less of them, the better, right? The less of the, the, less of the brothers? <laughs> yeah, the bad brothers. The bad brothers? Bad Brothers, uh, 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 Luke Anderson pops up a lot in the uh, Killing the Business uh, Young Bucks autobiography, which I'm almost finished. Great read, Mike. You should read it. Carl Anderson, he's in there a bunch. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, all right. Then you're not, that doesn't help sell it, but the Young Bucks I like. So. Oh, uh, Young Bucks is in it. <laughs> a little a little man named Kenny Omega is also in it. <laughs> uh, let's continue this gauntlet. The next guy's out, LWO. So some nice high-flying moves, but the Brutes are just on a roll. Rich Holland hits his new finishing move. It was like a gut-wrench powerbomb into a DDT. Looks cool. Another pinfall for the Brutes. Okay, looking strong. On a, yeah, on a roll here. Up next, Hit Row comes out. Immediate brogue kick. One, two, three. That's all they deserve in the ring. Um... <laughs> Even less so than the Good Brothers hit row. So mm. I'm sure they don't pop up in the Young Bucks book. Uh, no. <laughs> Brawling Brutes versus Pretty Deadly. Yes, boy. Final two teams. Pretty Deadly looking good. But then Sheamus grabs both guys on the ropes, hits the double beats of the Baldrum there, just clubbing their chest over 30 strikes in a row. Well, and combined, um, that's like so, 60 separate strikes. Yeah. But, I mean, they were on top of each other, so he was only really hitting one at a time. Good point. But, hey, I mean, the guy in the back had to stay there longer. Uh, <laughs> excessive force. But, anyway, Seamus picks up Kit, hits the Celtic cross, but Prince had made the blind tag right behind him. Hits a big top rope leg drop and gets the pinfall. Huge win here for pretty deadly in their first kind of opportunity to make it make the name for themselves here on the main roster also yeah and yeah i think uh, very first eliminator kind of moment yeah big win uh the title shot will happen two weeks not on money in the bank it'll be the night before smackdown which will also be in london so it will be a live show it will be yeah okay Okay, because yeah, you never know. I think last time when we went when we went to Saudi last time, uh, we we ended up getting like that pre-tape version. Yeah, I think I guess Saudi's a bit, I don't know, further, just more of a hassle. I don't know. And but, these uh, guys are going to be over as fuck, pretty deadly over in. Yeah, aren't uh, they from somewhere? Th I mean, they definitely somewhere. they definitely have a UK uh, a UK accent I don't, you know for yeah. where, wherever yeah, they are I'm located sure yeah these guys are gonna be big that'll be yeah that man but you know sammy Zayn. everyone loves him so both teams and kevin in that one and kevin and everyone loves kevin owens who also makes an appearance <laughs> a lot in the young bucks book and so does El right. Generico. We're not, we're not okay we're stuff. not we're not getting lost in the, we're not getting lost <laughs> in the pages here on this but, one uh, no i get it I get it. uh Book joke. <laughs> uh, 
Anyways, Sammy Zane, Kevin Owens, they come out, congratulate Pretty Deadly, but uh, they end up pissing them off, so I don't know. They yeah. Chase them away. Yeah, we got to build a little bit of something, right? I think Kevin and Sammy are so over. You know, clear baby faces. So how do we how how do we split this up for the live crowd? Yeah, it'll be fun either way. We watched NXT. We know Pretty Deadly's legit. Mm -hmm. uh, up next, Eo Sky takes on Zelina Vega. Fun little match. Uh, Bailey on the outside, causing distractions, but ends up screwing Eo. She was trying to make the pin, and the ref can't count. So Eo's mad. Yells at Bailey. Uh, perfect position for Vega to run up to hit her with a 619. Makes the cover, gets the three. So a nice little win for Zelina Vega and just more tension between EO and Bailey. You know, and, and a great opportunity for the LWO. Yeah, you know, those shirts are still selling, so you got to, you know, they got to throw them a bone. I bet they're still probably one of the top sellers there on the website. Yeah. It'd be funny if they made a. A Union Jack version, just to see, even though it has nothing to do with Latino. Oh yeah, someone's gonna hey, LWO Union Jack. Yeah, someone, someone <laughs> will have a. They'll have a Union Jack on something. The London World Order. The <laughs> the London World Order. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's not bad. So, that'd be fun. Uh, after the match, Bailey EO they continue to argue backstage. Bailey says she's just trying to help. That's when Shotzi walks up, talks about how Bailey screwed her. Out of qualifying for money in the bank. Bailey doesn't care. So Shotzi says, yeah, how about you put your spot up against me in a match? And EO accepts on Bailey's behalf. Says, I was just trying to help. Ha! <laughs> it's a little payback. A little payback because, <clears throat> of course, that would be in no way helpful. Yeah. So, uh, you know, UK, the big... Damage control breakup, or at least EO Sky babyface. Yeah, I mean the show is going to be big enough that we can we can have a big moment. Yeah, exactly. Something, something like that. Uh, the Grayson Waller effect brings out your girl Charlotte Flair, wearing a very interesting outfit. This was like from the uh, Becky Lynch Seth Rollins closet here. Yeah, well, do they have to bring their own outfits, or is there like a wardrobe somewhere back there? I mean, I think this there? is definitely her choice. I think most people are in charge of bringing whatever. Whatever they want? Because I, uh, I would think eventually there's going to be a repeat. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they just rent them. Like, go to a city and, like, a costume shop and <laughs> rent clothing. For <laughs> yeah, I they just go to, like, a Halloween shop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, Charlotte's here talking about facing Oscar for the title in two weeks. Goes over the history between them, but Bianca Belair interrupts. She's not happy that once again, Charlotte just skips the line, never has to do anything to get a title shot. Uh, Belair says, "Unlike you, after I lost, after yeah, after I lost, I stuck around and tried to do things the right way." Charlotte's like, "Yeah, well, I'm a 14-time champ." Belair says, who cares? I'm the longest champ, and no matter who wins between Charlotte and Asuka, I'm coming for that belt. And Bianca drops the mic and leaves. Pretty good promo. I liked it. Pretty good little thing under every... Oh, so we haven't seen... Uh, Grayson Waller has now been sort of like the talk show host for the women's division now. I think the Waller effect has been maybe this was the third uh, platform <coughs> that we've gotten for the women here through Grayson Waller. 
Yeah, and he always just kind of fades in the background. Uh, yeah, eventually kind of fades yeah. in the background. But hey, it's two two weeks longer than Corey Graves' electric chair. So I mean, <laughs> in terms of you know, it's it's no quite it's not quite ding dong hello. No, ding dong hello is like the that's top know, the tier. Board. That's top tier. Yeah. Uh, so we're getting there, uh, Grayson. You'll get there. Who knows? Yeah. Either way, though, I like this little. You know, Bianca, she's not being Miss Nice Girl anymore. She's maybe some slight heel mm-hmm. turn. Teases. Yeah, after two she's years of, of being a baby face, I think, uh, you know, you, you, you can. You can go over to the dark oh, yeah. side. And we've seen her. We've seen her do it in NXT. She's one of the best. She is the best. The EST at everything she does. The EST of NXT. So, there you go. Uh, we got a mixed tag match. AJ Styles and Meechin taking on Karrion Cross and Scarlet. A very rare Scarlet match. This is like her second one ever, I think. I, w- I would wonder. I would wonder the I, I wonder the stats on that. Do you feel like I feel like she wrestles live shows? Yeah, that's true. I remember seeing a couple. Some woman threw a drink on her and got oh really? The show. Jesus! <laughs> I remember that was like a viral video. Oh jeez. Excuse me. Uh, so yeah, we're in the match. AJ hits the Styles Clash, makes the cover, but Scarlet breaks it up. Breaks up the pen. So AJ's mad at Scarlet, and then she starts trying to seduce him in the middle of the match. And my favorite part, AJ takes off his glove to show his wedding ring and says, I'm married, bitch. (laughs) uh, His favorite camera picked that up because you don't usually hear a man call a woman a bitch. Yeah, women are allowed to call women. They they can do whatever the hell they want yeah. there. But man on man, woman on woman, but man on woman that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, because it's just rude. So. <laughs> you know, when a man's saying it, yeah. that's just mean. But hey, she was trying to interfere with his marriage. Okay, good that. point. Not uh, what's uh, Wendy. <laughs> Wendy, good old Wendy. Wendy, <laughs> remember that. <laughs> Samoa Joe. Wendy. That was some good stuff. That was some good stuff, that whole Wendy. Yeah, great feud. One of the best. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So AJ turns down her advances, so she slaps him in the face. Cross comes up behind, applies the cross jacket, and then a new move. He does like this pump handle, power slam, F5. Don't know what they call yeah, it's it. Yeah, like it was like a pump handle onto the shoulders and then kind of drop down onto your face thing. Yeah, almost an F5, but a bit, yeah. Either way, it was a cool move and gets the win, Cross and Scarlet. Yeah, Sorry. with the new win, uh, I say this every week, Karrion Cross's hair getting longer and longer. Every week. <laughs> Uh, I guess so. Now, I want to see him grow out that beard now. You can see he's got great beard coverage. It's nice and thick. <laughs> now I think it's time to grow out that beard. Grow out the hair. Grow out the beard. We'll be fine. We'll see. Hopefully. Uh, Rey Mysterio comes out for a promo. <clears throat> he's so happy that the LWO is back and brings out who he thinks is going to be the next Mr. Money in the Bank, Santos Escobar. Escobar thanks Ray for believing in him, but then L.A. Knight interrupts, gets in the ring, shoves Ray, fight breaks out, uh, and then we end up getting a match, L.A. Knight versus Escobar, and the crowd just super hot for Knight, they're chanting his name when he does his taunt, uh, he ends up rolling up Escobar, grabs the ropes for extra leverage, but Escobar rolls through, pins Knight, gets the one, two, three. Boo! <laughs> now they're doing it to make a point, you know? 
Now LA Knight's eating the pin, so the moment can be monstrous. When he wins Money in the Bank? (sighs) He's got to be a favorite. Yeah, I think he's top two, if not top, yeah, top two or three. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes they do that leading up to the Money in the Bank. They make the winner lose some matches, so you kind of doubt them, and then the big win. Exactly. You know, uh, it's like what we saw. It's like Kofi Mania. Uh, yeah. Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. Uh, so all night they were doing backstage segments just between, you know, Heyman and Solo and the Usos because tonight's the night Jay Uso has to make his decision. So he's coming out to the ring on his way. He walks past Sami Zayn who just kind of looks at him and nods. Uh, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, Paul Heyman, they all come out. Roman is holding his new gold title while Heyman is still carrying the other two belts. Which was what I think we actually kind of uh, envisioned this happening. I guess, yeah, but I'm still like, come on. We were supposed to introduce this one. Yeah, it was really just another belt that Roman... Now we have three. Yeah, now it's just another belt that Roman could hold on to. Yeah. So anyways, Roman does his acknowledge me and then Jay interrupts right away. Roman asks, what's it going to be? You in or you out? Jay says, you tell me. It's either going to be Paul Heyman or it's going to be me. Roman says, that doesn't work for me, but when you become Tribal Chief, you can pick your own wise man. We've been grooming you for years now, but the only problem is Jimmy. And right on cue, Jimmy comes out, says, Reigns is just using you. Uh, Reigns says, I got the Usos to the main event of WrestleMania. But uh, you can't be a chief and a twin at the same time. Uh, You know, when we named Jay the right-hand man, Jimmy was the only one who had a problem with it. And then Jay turns to Jimmy and says, is that true? Jimmy says, yeah, it's true. And Jay yells at him, this whole time you've been doubting me, tearing into his brother. Uh, You know, when you got hurt, you were gone. I stepped up, I became a main eventer. And it was all because of Roman. So guess what? You out. And I'm out too. And then Jay turns around, super kicks Reigns. Great swerve. Wow. <laughs> I was Huge hooked. Pop. I was hooked with the you're out and I'm out too. Yeah. Just, I mean, another, I mean, it's the best storyline in wrestling. One of the best of all time. And just another all-time promo here. Great pop. From the crowd on that super kick. Solo Sokoa comes charging in at the Usos, but they nail him with super kick. Uh, so Reigns gets up. He's pissed. He's yelling. So the Usos give him one more double super kick. Usos stand tall to end the show, and the crowd's just going wild. And I think that this was, uh, like, immediately, like, the most watched WWE social media thing, like, thing ever. Like, it was within, like, 24 hours had... Uh, dozens of millions of views yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah this was absolutely mind-boggling yeah this was amazing the i mean come shooty time we're gonna have like five different bloodline promos to pick from just for a promo of the year pretty much and i mean it's like (sighs) do you throw them all together uh, well, I don't know. because because I mean, by, by now, 
the the bloodline is walking away with a second straight unanimous shooty storyline of the year. I mean, before last year, of course, it was <laughs> it was Sami Zayn centered. It was very Sami Zayn specific. Sami Zayn Uso, I believe, was kind of what got us. Uh, but the rise and the fall, the betrayals now thrice. The betrayals. <clears throat> yeah. No, I mean, this year is so many big moments already. The Rumble, the Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania, Backlash, all this. Every month we're getting a promo of the year candidate. It's, it's, like, it's like we need a new, not like just like an honorary. You know how they kind of like, it's not like an Oscar. It's just like a, yo, you had a great fucking year award. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're making up categories just so, and, 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 all, and all three of these guys, four, all five I would say. Everyone. Everyone. And this whole thing without Solo, even though he doesn't have to, he doesn't say anything, but this whole thing without him doesn't work. Does not make sense. No, he's been great, you know, getting called up from NXT and instantly being thrust into the biggest storyline in wrestling. In re and, and like you said, wrestling history. And this is something that we've seen from a few... NXT guys, especially the longer NXT tenured people, like Kevin Owens came up and made an impact right away. Yeah. Uh, we have guys like uh, like Neville, like Pac, who came up and made an impact right away. Yeah. But never, never doing it silently. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. He's said very few words and you know, it just adds to the character of him. He's just the silent badass of the group. Yeah. It's all uh, It's all something. It's all something. Maybe, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Cannot wait to see what's in <laughs> next door for the bloodline. I just hope this is going at least. Will this be going on until at least we see SmackDown Live? Um, At some degree. Like, I think Roman and Solo will still be together. So there'll be something going on. Because I would love to be a part of a moment like this. We could be. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that was the entirety of SmackDown Live. Let's move on across uh, to the next show. I mean, Mike, we said that we were going to stop watching Rampage. I was, uh, I, or we had suggested the possibility of it. I held up my end of the bargain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I didn't really watch. There was one thing just to see. I just wanted to see Aubrey Edwards in her first match. Oh, yes, the Aubrey Edwards match. I, I saw little clips about that, that too. She got the win. Yeah. So, a couple spots, a couple things. It was fun. I think she was uh, wearing her stripes, but with no sleeves, from what I can recall. <laughs> yeah, cut off. It was kind of like, shirt, that was like so. the, the version of that, uh, which was a lot of fun. But I tell you, one thing I did tune into yeah. was the very following night's episode of Collision. Uh, because the debut. The, it was the debut, exactly. And that's why we needed it. And unsurprisingly, the chants of the crowd brought through uh, CM Punk opening up the show. Well, even before that, we had Elton John opening the show. Oh, okay, yes. Saturday, Saturday, Night's, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting is the theme song for Collision. It was also, uh, do you remember when a Nickelback did a cover version of that and it was the theme for... Uh, Hockey Night in Canada? Yeah. Was it Hockey It must have been Hockey yeah. Night in Canada. Yeah, I remember that. Any hoozle. Uh, so just wanted to throw that. In. Yeah, no, that was worth. No, that was worth it. That was worth it. CM Punk, but he was out here, um, and immediately tired of being nice. 
I love the crowd. Yeah. You love me who I am. Uh, counterfeit. I mean, bucks. when the fuck were you ever nice, though? First of all, yeah, the you've grumpiest never been nice. man, the grumpiest bitch. Uh, but this crowd, yeah, we're in Chicago. They don't give a shit. They're electric. They're chanting his name. Um, yeah, we were talking about he. After everything, he pretty much every sentence he'd say, "Tell me when I'm telling lies." Like five times throughout the whole promo. Tell me when I'm telling uh, lies. And the problem I have with that. I mean, you know, we've seen dudes repeat the same thing over and over. The problem I have with it, I don't like that it's the word tell twice in a row. Like, I feel it, it should be it should be maybe like, stop me if I'm telling lies. Yeah. Great. And tell me when I'm telling lies. Yeah. Or, you know, it could have been reworked. They could have thought about that a little bit better. Even even just the, the, the thought he's trying to get across is like, I'm shooting here. I'm telling the truth here. Sometimes I lie. Tell me tell when me I'm shoot. Tell me when I'm shooting. Or tell me when I'm working. Tell yeah. me when I'm working. So. <laughs> Anyways, though, Chicago, they don't care. There was a fuck the elite chant at one point. <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck Chicago. I saw this was the uh, this was the ninth time that they've come to the, that AW's been in this arena. Uh, and every <laughs> time, every time, you know, and every time they do like a like Revolution was the first one with that six star. Kenny Page Bucks match that revolution. Oh yeah, and then yeah. they would come back and do the you know dark, dark dynamite rampage, dark dynamite rampage, dark dynamite rampage, like that that loop. However they do it, mm. so fuck these guys, fuck Chicago. <laughs> well, Punk did acknowledge that not everyone is on his side. He even pointed out a CM Junk sign in the crowd. Yeah, so. as there should have been more. There should have been thumbs up to that guy. <laughs> Uh, and then Punk says, uh, call me whatever you want. Uh, call me one Bill Phil. I'm the only genuine article in this business full of counterfeit bucks. So his little shot at the young bucks, obviously. Which I totally get. I get, I get the joke. Yeah, we get it. Uh, he says, I'm back. I'm not changing my ways at all. So he's still the same grumpy sensitive old man yeah tell me when i'm telling lies tell me when i'm telling lies if you think i owe you an apology i'm sorry that the only wrestlers softer than me are the ones you like so another shot at the elite but i don't know what that and means i don't know what that means yeah i mean you're the soft one who fucking had a little bitch fit in front of the whole world and, yeah dude starting your yeah. own company is hard as fuck like what's soft yeah. about that Read it. Read it, Mike. I don't know. Killing the business. Read know. it. It's great. <laughs> and also, the whole time, Punky had this red bag with him. Yes. Uh, which he implied was the old world title, which he... Uh, until someone can beat me for it, you know, he thinks he's still the champ, but no, bro. You forfeited it. That's not how it works. You're an old man. You got hurt. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I, see, <laughs> I, I know what he's thinking. I know what he's thinking, but that's not how it works. That's not how it works. In this business. We're just, we got rid of that interim champion bullshit. But uh, then he also had a pair of wrestling shoes, and he takes them off. He's like, oh, I'm not walking away until someone can fill these boots. Stop me when I'm telling lies for the sixth time. Tell me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> Tell me when yeah. I'm telling lies. Yeah, so to me... Yeah, the promo wasn't that special. Uh, you know, the crowd was hot, but it wasn't. 
Well, yeah, the crowd was hot because it, because it was Chicago. Like, Yeah. And it still wasn't like as the first appearance at Rampage. It wasn't quite that electric. No, it was not that level uh, of electricity. Um, is he going to get booed this weekend? I hope so. I wonder. I, mean, I wonder. Canada, Kenny Omega country, right? That's kind of the thing, right? Like, who am I supporting? Ace Steel or Kenny Omega? Like, I'm kind <laughs> of, I've picked my fucking camp, you know? Like, I'll go with one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, thank you. Yeah, so we'll see. Find out this weekend, but uh, let's get to the first match in Collision history. Wardlow defending the TNT title against Luchasaurus. Good big man matchup here. Uh, of course, Christian's out there causing trouble whenever he can. And crowd is pretty hot. I, uh, I mean, I'll give it to them. Uh, better than a Rampage crowd, at least, so far. So far? Well, I think, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's like a 10,000-seater or something, you know? So even if they maybe sold out yeah. seven or eight, you know? Yeah. No, it's a good crowd, uh, even if they were cheering punk. But Yeah. Anyways, Wardlow picks up Luchasaurus, slams him down, goes to the top ropes, but then Christian distracts him. Luchasaurus choke slams him off the top rope. Uh, but Wardlow fights back, hits a power bomb. He's ready to do the symphony when Christian grabs a chair, distracts him once again. Uh, yeah, long enough. So, anyways, he's distracted. Luchasaurus hits a choke slam. Uh, later, Wardlow hits a swanton bomb. The referee goes to check on Luchasaurus. That's when Christian steals a camera from a cameraman at ringside and smashes, smashes it. Over Wardlow's head. And then Luchasaurus clotheslines Wardlow from behind. Makes the cover. Gets the three count. So Luchasaurus with a massive win here. The new TNT champion. Surprising win. Gotta say. And also only a <laughs> world championship away from a triple crown. So let's uh, let's let's keep an eye on triple crown. So we're on triple crown watch. <laughs> from here on out. It'll be tough. I think he might be. Uh, uh, I guess Kenny's one away. And he's one away. They're yeah. both only one Pac away. Pack is one away. Pack is one. I guess. Yeah. What do we? What do we? What What do we call I mean, a grand trios s- title and international title? Yeah. What do we? Yeah. I guess. Do are, Do we include all five in the uh, in the conversation? You know. What do, yeah. what do we call it? Like a five yeah. star? No. We'll get there. But Luchasaurus. Well, what? <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, but another, once again, short TNT title reign, the belt, flip-flops, it'll be back on Wardlow in a couple weeks. Um, how many day? How many days do you think this yeah. was? Less no, than 60. Less than 60? Yeah. yeah, it's like that Attitude Era champ- world championship, man, it's just going back and forth. This yeah, was Wardlow's, just, this was you know, Wardlow's third reign. That's what I mean, and they've all been like since July tw- in, in sure. a year, in a year, three reigns in a year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, look at the international title. It's look how good it is because Orange Cassidy's having such a good reign. Mm-hmm. That's what we need for the TNT title. It's prestigious. Yeah. So, anyways, screw it. Next match, Buddy Matthews takes on the returning Andrade Alidolo. Uh, so that's our second disgruntled wrestler returning on this show. And mm-hmm. Got a pretty big pop here. They were chanting, welcome back. And 
He was looking good. Did a cartwheel into a moonsault off the apron. Uh, jumps off the barricade for a Hurricane Rana on the floor. Uh, but yeah, Buddy starts targeting his surgically repaired peck. Uh, but then Buddy ends up hurting his knee, so the doctors come out, check on both guys. We continue. <clears throat> uh, yeah, match is just going really well. Crowd chants, this is awesome. Eventually, Andrade locks in a figure four and then turns it into a figure eight using his wife Charlotte's move. And Buddy taps out to that. Well, it's tapped, it's tapped him out before. It can tap him out <laughs> again. Let me tell Has you. Has he done the figure uh, eight before? Well, no, I'm saying it's, it's worked on Charlotte. You're saying the move. Exactly. The, the, maneuver, move, yeah. the maneuver has worked before. So why can't it work again? Uh, I think crowd reaction was a big part of this uh, this little thing for him. I think, you know, seeing him back after a long time, the fans clearly thankful of it. And like we've said, you know, that, th that those additional two hours giving the space, if maybe, who knows, is Andrade a collision guy? Uh, I think... They've kind of implied that he is. That sort of seems reasonable, right? Yeah, I mean, why not? Why the and hell not? Sammy Guevara will be a dynamite guy, so they don't have to cross paths. So they don't have to cross paths, yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the reason for these brand splits. People don't like each other. Apparently. I don't know. Uh, anyways, good match. Nice win for Andrade. Mm -hmm. uh, Tony Neese, Mark Sterling get in the ring, start insulting the crowd. Call them fat. Uh, try to lead them in some exercise when Miro interrupts. So our third straight returning disgruntled performer in one night. But I don't think he was uh, mad at anyone. Uh, he just Miro. He was mad at creative. He kept turning oh, things okay. down. Oh, okay, but he, okay, but he wasn't having a, like a conflict with somebody or something. No, like yeah. other wrestlers. No. Yeah, other people. But yeah. Conflict with Tony. Uh. Either way, though, all we were missing was a Thunder Rosa return for the Grand Slam of... <laughs> the Grand Slam of uh, disgruntled wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, Miro takes on Tony Nice. Nice reaction from Miro. Crowd's fired up. He just beats Nice all around the ring, hits a big super kick, and then applies the camel clutch to get the submission win. Which is uh, probably has what he'll continue to do here on Collision. Another Collision guy. We got a few Collision guys. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we can get him back in the mix of things. You know, I think he was the last good TNT title reign that we had. And his was it was long. It was long. It was consistent. He yeah. was doing the kind of the Orange Cassidy wrestling every week kind of thing. Exactly. And then after him, it's when I think we started going. You know, like Downhill. 13 title changes in 16 months or something. Yeah, that, yeah, you could be right. So, anyways, good to have him back. Mm -hmm. uh, our next match, we got some women's tag action. Ruby Soho, Tony Storm taking on Willow Nightingale and Sky Blue. And Sky is a Chicago girl, so gets a nice hometown reception. Her mm -hmm. mom's in the crowd again. Tony goes up to her, shoves her mom, so she slaps Tony in the face, slaps Ruby as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But the match hasn't officially started yet, so no DQs. Uh, and then Willow came flying in with a huge tackle. Just sends Ruby flying into the barricade. Nice bump there. And then we finally start the match. Get them in the ring. Uh, Tony hits Willow with a spray can behind the ref's back. 
Uh, yeah. The Tony hits her vicious hip attack in the corner. Ruby holds Sky as Tony brings in the spray paint. But then Willow comes in, causing Tony to accidentally spray Ruby in the face. Willow takes the can, throws it in the crowd. Uh, Willow hits a Death Valley driver to Tony. Sky hits the code blue to Ruby, gets the pinfall. So big win for Sky Blue and Willow Nightingale. That big hometown win, like you've said before. Yeah, Sky Blue, you know, I could see her being kind of like the uh, the Roxanne Perez of this division. Just a young, future, bright baby face. Who wears a backwards hat? <laughs> I feel like Roxanne That's Perez. That's kind of the old Cora Jade. I'm the Cora Jade, right? I, I back was, when she was a baby face. Back when she was... No, just, no I mean, I Roxanne, think she still wears the hat. Rocking. Yeah, that's a good point. She probably does, actually, yeah. That's a good point. But, uh... Yeah, either way, nice win for Sky Blue and Willow. Uh, then we get Tony Schiavone in the ring. He introduces the Acclaim. They do their rap. Billy Gunn wearing a special outfit with scissors all over it. Uh, they do a quick promo, and then they the first ever collision scissor, a four-way scissor, including Tony Schiavone. But overall, pretty pointless segment. Yeah. Yeah, pretty pointless. I think it's our we it's, well, it's just kind of like the weekly uh, acclaimed moment. Yeah, you know, Max is like, I keep I wrote this rap. I gotta go out there and at least perform. Yeah, they're still selling T-shirts, you know. Yeah, let's do the main event: the trios match. Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Samoa Joe taking on FTR and CM Punk. And Punk and FTR got their own merch. CM FTR. And it's modeled after the Bret Hart logo with the pink and the black and all mm -hmm. that. They love Bret Hart. They love Bret. Uh, so the crowd's hot. They're chanting for Punk. Uh, over 25 minutes. This was a long match. Competitive. Uh, some big pops when Punk and Joe get in there together. and Lots of history between them going back to Ring of Honor. and uh, Yeah. Everyone has their moments, though, throughout the match. We go back and forth. Punk tries to pick up Joe for the GTS, but he escapes. Locks in the Coquina Clutch. Punk is passing out, but Dax is able to break it up. Juice gets in, or Juice tags in. He gets hit with the big rig, and then Punk hits him with the GTS. Gets the win for his team. Gets the win for his team, as we could have imagined here. Punk goes over for yeah. the last time on, on a collision episode. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, it's going to be real interesting to see what the, the Toronto faithful respond and then just, you know, kind of the uh, all the others, all the other markets they're going to go visit. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be all Canada for the next few weeks. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah, especially when we get to, I think we are. Are we going to Winnipeg? We are, we are going out west, maybe, I think, Saskatchewan or something. Yeah, I think Regina, Regina. Saskatoon. Calgary, I mean, that's all Kenny country. Yeah, but uh, oh well, that was collision. Great, uh, yeah, cool, uh, yeah, cool design. The more similar, more traditional entrance ramp, you know, with the one tunnel instead of the two sides, looked different enough. Yeah, we had a different cool. song, uh, you know. It, it it really it felt like its own thing. Yeah, it felt better than rampage. Felt about yeah, rampage still know, feels like dynamite, like light. Yeah. Still doesn't feel that special. And exactly. If Collision is around, it'll probably not get any better. 
Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, that was that. So, what about the last uh, show here? But we 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 can still kind of do three shows in a row, I think. Uh, and let's make it. Wait, give me a second. We do four hours of show, and then there is three. God, there's a lot of hours of shows. Uh, let's just, yeah, <laughs> let's get into it then. How about Monday Night Raw? Let's get raw. Let's get raw. Yeah. Yeah, might as well. Um, show starting off. Seth Rollins coming down to a huge ovation. Uh, as, the, usual. No, as usual, crowd sing his entrance music, posing in the ring as the crowd continues to chant uh, until Finn Balor comes in, attacks him from behind. They fought a little bit yeah. until it took several officials to split them up. Yeah, and Seth or uh, Finn manages to hit a couple coup de gras in there off the announce table, off the steel steps. So uh, Rollins is down, injured his ribs. Um, so yeah, Balor definitely got the better of him mm-hmm. in this exchange. <clears throat> but then uh, I think I think it, it goes to commercials. Yeah, it goes to commercial. We come back. Miz is out there. He's pissed off because he wanted to challenge or answer Seth's open challenge tonight. But since he's been taken out, Miz op- issues his own open challenge, and that's when Tommaso Ciampa makes his return. So that was nice to see. The crowd was happy. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we just have a quick little match. Uh, he takes the top off of the announce table and slams Miz through it. That little thin board part. The little thin board. <laughs> and then back in the ring, Ciampa hits the fairy tale ending, gets the win. Yeah, like you said, short win, short victory, getting Ch- Tommaso Ciampa back there. Uh, the c- crowd clearly missed him. Yeah, now we just got to get Gargano back with uh, with him, and everything will be nice. Yeah, who a DIY reunion? Yeah, why not? Why the hell not? The Judgment Day come out. Balor says Seth's open challenge is canceled tonight because he's the only one who should be taking the title from him. Rhea. Says she's got the women's division on lockdown. Finn's going to win the world title. Priest is going to win Money in the Bank. And then her and Dom will take care of Cody. Dominic goes to speak. But once again, the booze just pour down <laughs> every time he tries to get a word in. He just can't. Tremendous heat. He can't. Yeah. Uh, but he manages to get through a promo on Cody. Challenges him to a match later. Uh, Six-man tag. So go find two guys. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, we got some women's tag action. Sony Deville, Chelsea Green taking on Team KC. Uh, KC looking good, hitting their double team moves, making very short work of their opponents. They hit the neckbreaker 450 splash combo, now called the after party. Mm-hmm. And that gives Kaden and Katana the win. But yeah, remember because they like to party. That's the one thing we got to remember here. They like to like the song. They like to party. Let's get oh, let's license at the Vanga Boys. Let's, no. Where's the let's get the Vanga Boys back for a live uh, a live entrance at Mania. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. I bet that stadium would be dancing, shaking their booties. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Cody Rhodes comes out for an interview. He, he says the Judgment Day is on fire right now. 
But if Dominic wants to challenge him, okay, I'll accept. He'll find his two partners. So that'll happen in the main event later. It'll be easy enough. Indus Share takes on Cedric and Shelton. Just another dominant squash win for Indus Share as Jinder Mahal watches from ringside. Mm-hmm. Indushare uh getting the 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 fast win. Unevent uneventful pretty much. Pretty much. We go to break. When we come back, there's a spotlight in the ring on Logan Paul as he's just in the dark, sitting on top of a ladder. Might seem scary for, for some people, you know, you can't really see <laughs> sitting up there well, all night. Not for a mega athlete like him. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, and the reason he's climbed that ladder, he said he's made a couple phone calls and he will officially be entering the money in the bank. Didn't even have to qualify. And Ricochet comes out, says, Congrats. But the only reason you got added to this match is because at the Royal Rumble, I made you go viral. And I'll be the one winning money in the bank. Nakamura comes out, says, No, that's going to be me. But then LA Knight comes out. Big pop for him. Let me talk to you. He just tears into the guys uh, until Escobar comes out, gives his piece, and then, of course, we got to get the last guy. Butch, he doesn't even want to talk. He just storms the ring, clocks Logan in the face, and a big brawl interrupts, or erupts. Uh, and then, yeah, Logan hits a nice toe-baking hero to the floor, and Logan Paul is the one that stands tall over everyone climbs the ladder to pose i'm uh, i'm excited that we're gonna get him in uh in this kind of caliber of match an athletic match he's uh i feel like he's perfect for something like this yeah i think we're gonna see some big stunts from him as we do every match uh but yeah the element of the ladder we haven't really see, we've seen him do through the table we've seen tables stuff. we've seen uh flips of all kinds but hmm yeah so that'll be cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Matt Riddle takes on Ludwig Kaiser. Uh, Riddle just kind of been feuding with Imperium for a few weeks now. and He's got to deal with Gunther at ringside, causing him trouble. Uh, so, yeah, he's dealing with all this, but uh, he overcomes it. Kaiser goes for a diving elbow, but Riddle catches him midair with a German suplex, and then he hits the bro Derek to get the win. Uh, right after Gunther just jumps in and they both beat him up, targeting his leg. That's the source of all his power. <laughs> Maybe Gunther Riddle is I next. I feel like that'd be an interesting clash of styles. Yeah, that could be a fun one. Mm. Uh, I think. Yeah, we still need a Gunther opponent for Money in the for Bank. For Money in the Bank, so. exactly. He's uh, he's he Very has to opponent. he has to be on a card like that. Yeah, you would think. <clears throat> Excuse me. Our next match, we got Alpha Academy taking on the Viking Raiders, and the crowd was pretty hot for Alpha Academy. Uh, yeah, Gable with a big moonsault to the floor. Uh, Valhalla wasn't happy with how things are going, so she jumps on the apron, but then Maxine yanks her off and then hits Valhalla with a suplex on the floor. And crowd pop for Maxine, and... She does the thank you taunt. Otis celebrates with her. Uh, but they're so busy celebrating that they don't notice Gable all alone in the ring. Eric hits him with the reverse GTS type of move. And that gives Viking Rangers the win. 
Viking Ranger, uh, Viking Raiders moment. That, this is the momentum, I guess. The tag titles seem to be more over <clears throat> on the SmackDown side, uh, leaving the Raw um, division a little scarce. Yeah, especially with that gauntlet match they had. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but uh, either way, it looks like we're going to see Maxine get in the ring at some point against Valhalla, you would think. She has to, yeah, to make this kind of six, the six, this six person tag is going to happen eventually. If Scarlet can do it, yeah. so can Maxine. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Rhea Ripley takes on Natalia. Rhea attacks Natty during her entrance, just beats her all around ringside, and then hits the Riptide. So we never get the match. Just never actually ends up happening. Oh well. Oh well. We've got uh, Money Bank in the qualifier. Money in the Bank qualifier. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez taking on Trish Stratus. Raquel gets Trish in a bear hug and then just starts violently thrashing her around like a bull shark. Uh, Trish was awesome here. She just let her limbs go loose and she was ragdolling. Looked awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought Trish, she was just selling really good for Raquel in this match. Uh, hit some good moves of her own, a nice tornado DDT, spikes Raquel down. And eventually Trish distracts the ref. Zoe interferes, knocks Raquel down on the apron. That's when Becky runs out to attack Zoe. So Trish jumps on Becky. So Becky throws Trish into the barricade, which causes the disqualification. So Becky has inadvertently given Trish the win. And the spot at Money in the Bank. Oh, I, I didn't know you could get those uh, by DQ. I thought those would... Like, you could only qualify by pinfall or, pinfall or submission. But hey. I mean, I, no one said you could. No one said you couldn't. couldn't. Exactly. Uh, but Raquel is understandably upset. and Becky tries to explain herself. She knows she fucked up. She says, I'm a hothead. I'm Irish. That was her excuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't help Which it. Hey. I'm Irish. Luck of the Irish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Braun Breaker is here for a backstage interview because he's getting that world title shot against Seth mm -hmm. on NXT the following night and says Seth better not use this uh, this Finn Balor attack as an excuse not to show up because if he thinks what Finn did was bad just wait until tomorrow uh, let me get our next match Nakamura takes on Bronson Reed uh, Ricochet comes out to watch the match Bronson throws Nakamura at him, but Ricochet stands up. Nakamura lands in the chair, and then Ricochet just, like, kicks the chair, which launches Nakamura at Bronson. Uh, so clever little way to interfere without actually touching him, but Nakamura doesn't like it. Gets in Ricochet's face. Bronson grabs Ricochet, throws him into the steps. Uh, then back in the ring, Nakamura runs at Bronson. Ricochet jumps on the apron. Nakamura crashes into him accidentally, which allows Bronson to suplex Nakamura. Hit the tsunami. Get the win. And, you know, the crowd, they love the tsunami. Everyone stands to their feet when he climbs up the ropes now. I mean, it's 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 cool to see something spin and fall from that those sorts of levels. <laughs> something that big. You know, it's like throwing a big rock off a cliff. You want to see it. You want to you see, wanna see where it's going to land. Exactly. What's the <laughs> point? Uh, but let's do our main event. The Judgment Day taking on Cody and the two partners he selected. Uh, who better than Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, 
they've been buddies since this whole bloodline feud was going on mm-hmm. and before uh, yeah so fun little match crowd was hot booing anything dominic would do and cheering the baby faces uh cody goes for a cody cutter but Rhea jumps up to distract him which allows priest to hit the south of heaven makes the cover but sammy breaks it up so once again Rhea jumps on the apron to yell at sammy sammy says get out of the way he runs hits the ropes jumps over top of Rhea. big tope to dominic on the floor uh back in the ring cody hits the cody cutter but priest kicks out uh, and then eventually dominic is left all alone he gets cornered hit with a haluva kick and then a stunner and uh yeah so dominic's out cody hits, hits priest with a crossroads gets the pinfall so the baby faces stand tall to end the show. Baby faces got the win. Cody still sporting that uh, p- pure iron arm band. <laughs> the titanium steel. The titanium steel. One of the rawest pure metals on the face of this planet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, as the baby faces got the win. Yeah, like we said, no momentum with the tag division here. You know, Seth Rollins seems to have weekly challengers. Um, Gunther is prominently featured, but yeah, the 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 combination of the combination of the two tag belts are really felt here, particularly on Raw. Yeah, no, I'm you know, I'm still waiting for those new tag belts to be introduced. It's the last thing that we need to switch. Yeah, it's the last thing. It's the last like part we need to get. In a row. Yeah, and then hopefully, yeah. You know, we got the new women's belts, the new world belt. Let's get rid of these two multicolored belts and just have one tag title if that's what you want to do. Across across both brands? Why not? Yeah, I guess so, right? Yeah, just know that if you are the champion, you got to work double duty sometimes. Or like you're doing Raw and then you're doing SmackDown. Then you're doing Raw and then you're doing SmackDown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That was the whole. Uh, that was the first half of our wrestling action, though, and probably time that we take a break. All right. We're gonna take a ba- uh, break. We're gonna come back. Of course, we have Gold Rush. We have the Go Home Show before Finn before Ben Door, and we'll probably break down the card a little bit. So you're gonna want to stick around. The second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking around. We're back. We are back here. Uh, as we trudge our way down towards Forbidden Door, uh, we still have one more show before we got to go home there uh, where the rush is gold, baby, over on NXT. NXT. But, um, what does it mean? But, um, I don't know, but, but it's but, good but, wrestling. But, 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 so NXT. But, um, Watch and see how to tap out a count out of one, two, three, four. Which I think is how their way of saying well, championships are on the line. The gold is on the line. The belt. Yeah. Right, sorry, we're not allowed to say exactly. belt. We're not allowed to say belt. You can say championship. I think these days they're more loose on the belt thing. A little looser, yeah. I mean, the wrestlers can say belt. The announcers won't say it, but I think the wrestlers can say it. Yeah, because if it almost comes up in a promo, it's like an oops. But if it comes up while you're doing commentary, it's like, come on, you're a fucking professional. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so either way, Gold Rush, part one of two. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting off with the North American title match. Wesley defending against Tyler Bate with 
Mustafa Ali is a special guest referee. And match is going well. Uh, but Ali being a bit slow to the count on both guys. And he was suspiciously... It, <laughs> it was a reverse Tyson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his arm, his slow, arm almost did like a full circular motion. It was like one and then all the way back, <laughs> all the way up. Yeah. Two... And he was he was playing it straight though. He's like, I'm just making the count, dude. I'm. Uh, I mean, it was yeah. You know, he was doing it the same on both sides, so he wasn't playing favorites. But uh, yeah, they definitely acknowledged it. They were getting in his face about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, still the match was good. Uh, Lee gets knocked to the floor at one point. All Lee starts counting him out, but he doesn't want the match to end on a count out. So Mustafa goes outside, picks up Lee, and just slaps him in the face to wake him up. Ali is really overstepping his boundaries here <laughs> as a referee. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you don't see that too often, eh? No, but once again, he's same treatment for bait. He lifts him up, yells at him, well, come on, let's fight. So uh, he's being Lee comes flying fair. In with he's the, fair, at least. He's fair. Okay. So Wes Lee comes flying in with the cardiac kick. Almost looked like he was trying to hit Ali with it, but Ali ducks. Bait gets hit. Lee makes the cover, gets a three, retains the title. But uh, Mustafa Ali really being a bit of an asshole in this match. <laughs> I think uh, he was just an inexperienced official. <laughs> I mean, you think it was by design, though. Like. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, he wasn't inexperienced. He was being a jerk, you know? That's what I think. Yeah, you should, um, yeah, good point, good point. Well, you know, but, I think he uh, he is one of these free agents, right? Uh, that's right. So uh, he he's allowed uh, to. Yeah, clearly there's got to be some kind of follow-up with him next week. Yeah. Uh, Duke Hudson's in the ring to introduce Thea Hale for her big pep rally leading into the big women's title match next week where she looks to become the youngest champion in NXT history. 19 years old. I thought uh, Roxanne Perez was. I guess she she might currently be the old youngest. Yeah, I think. Or the youngest if former. Thea, if Thea wins, she probably sets the record. The new Roxanne record. Is probably the current. Okay. Uh, big if, though. Big if. Uh, but yeah, Thea comes out. We got the whole Chase U student body here. We got cheerleaders. She cuts the promo. This is the biggest match of her life. Tiffany Stratton interrupts. Calls his whole rally tacky. If she thinks she can win, uh, she's the dumbest person in the building. And Duke says, Thea proves her drive and determination every day. Everyone in Chase U believes in her. And Stratton gets in the rings, just, ah, oh, don't make me gag. Thea jumps on her, locks Tiffany in the Kimura lock, and makes her tap out. Thea, yeah. Holds the title, stands tall to end the segment as the crowd's chanting for her. It's a big moment. I think the crowd much... The, the, look, the crowd's behind Chase U. We all wish we could enroll. <laughs> right? And the live crowd reflects that. Yeah. She's uh, yeah, she's a good fiery underdog. and It's going to be a hot match next week, I think. Yeah, hopefully. I think the crowd's definitely going to be uh, on Thea's side. Yeah, but, you know, they like Tiffany as well. Oh, as they of course. Said. Of course. <laughs> Triple Threat 
tag match after this to determine the number one contender for the men's tag titles. So we got Brooks and Jensen taking on Hank and Tank, taking on Idris Anofi and Malik Blade. Uh, so just a fun, fast-paced match. You had a big spot from the two big men, Hank and Tank. They both hit springboard Vader bombs onto the floor, which was pretty cool to see from them. From big boys. Uh, from big boys. Yeah. I thought uh, they were looking good in this match. Probably the best performance they've had as a team. Hank, Tank. High praise. High praise. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Blade and Anofe jump in. They a bunch of high-flying moves. They hit a top rope elbow drop and then a frog splash. And they get the pinfall. Big win for Blade and Anofe as they earn a tag title shot next week. Yeah, I think, uh, f you know, in a, in a freshen up kind of thing. They've never been in this position before. So why not give it to them this time around? Yeah, definitely a, a fresh opponent, as you said. Yeah. Don't think they have much of a chance, but oh well. No, probably, yeah, fine. probably not. Cora Jade takes on Dana Brooke. Uh, Dana gets a decent amount of offense in, goes for a handspring elbow, but her knee gives out. She's screaming in pain. The ref brings out the doctors. We load her up on a stretcher. Cora Jade's mocking her. But Dana gets up, continues the match, uh, but not really getting the heroic babyface reaction they were looking for as the crowd just boos Dana. They don't care about her. Yeah. Why should uh, they? Why should they? I mean, really, yeah. But I haven't uh, done anything anyway. Uh, well, no, no, I just even mean like, so somebody comes over to another promotion why should i care about that person i'm going to care about the person who's here at the promotion <laughs> right like even like even we we know these are all under the umbrella branch of wwe but think about them as their separate brands why should i give a fuck if dana brooks coming down here taking on my girl my homestead Corey well, jade i mean later they'll cheer seth rollins over braun break that's that's oh, that's yeah it's different and you know it <laughs> Uh, to a degree, but I mean, it's still a main roster visiting. Dana Brooke, an NXT alumni herself. Okay. Oh, she, oh an, alumnist. I, I didn't know. Well, that's the thing, because she hasn't done anything ever. Oh, there we go. 24-7 title. That's all we have from her. Anyway, sorry, Dana. Uh, it's just the way it goes. I'm not sorry. Cora Jade. Yeah. Uh, Cora fights back, just targets that injured knee. Half Boston Crab. Dana refuses to tap out, but the ref, seen enough, calls for the bell to save her from permanent damage. So Cora Jade wins by ref stoppage. By referee stoppage. Don't see it too often. Not too often. No. Uh, we get a little vignette. Robert Stone and Von Wagner sit down to have a serious talk. We uh, Wagner finally reveals the story of those uh, mysterious baby pictures we saw where he was all like wires and stitches mm -hmm. and stuff going on is in his head he says uh he was born with a condition where his skull doesn't properly stretch and grow like it's supposed to so when he was 15 months old he had to undergo a 14 hour surgery where his skull was cut open from ear to ear and they didn't know if he would even survive and uh his dad worked hard to provide his mom stayed home at his side and you know, when he was five or six, kids would make fun of all his scars. And uh, Robert Stone says he understands how cruel kids can be. But Wagner says, that's enough for today. So 
their little therapy session. And I got to say, not a dry eye in sight. <laughs> from, uh, this is all, yeah, this is all real life. Real people life stuff, were obviously. looking over my shoulder when I was watching this on the bus. I could see, I, I turned back and everyone's wiping their eyes from the tears. I had the, yeah. I had the closed captions on so everyone could see what was going on. Uh, yeah. Yes. Von Wagner, uh, baby face push. Let's fucking go. Yeah. I mean, that's clearly what they're going for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, uh, you know, it's going to be a part two, though. That was all he could handle for today. So there might even be some more. Yes. Some more now. Oh, so, pull out, get out, get out the tissues. <laughs> uh, Baron Corbin comes out. Him and Carmelo Hayes have their face to face to promote the NXT title match for next week. Corbin says he's seen it all. He knows what Carmelo's about. Uh, Melo says there's plenty of things you haven't seen, including an NXT title reign or the respect of these people. You're not the first guy from the main roster to try to take this turf. Corbin says, yeah, but I've earned experience from being a main eventer on the main roster. I mean, I guess. you've been in some main events on TV. Uh, Mr. But I Mr. Money in the Bank. Mr. Money in the Bank. Yeah. Can't take I mean, that away he, from him. I, I mean, he did lose. He did lose the, the cash. Yeah, I guess you could literally take it away from him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, Carmelo says, yeah, when I was 26, I was winning the NXT breakout tournament. When you were 26, you were getting cut from the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, but this NXT black and gold versus new generation stuff is getting old. Uh, Corbin says, I'm going to beat you for the title. Drive my Porsche back to my big ass house where my hot ass wife is going to pour a glass from a bottle you can't afford. And that's all you really uh, need to say. Fucking mic drop. You're right. Corbin's yeah. got cash. Because uh, even if you're overall, paid by a per appearance basis... Baron Corbin's per appearance basis is through the fucking roof. We we know this. <laughs> yeah, he works a lot. It made, the man guy. works. Uh, yeah. Overall, I thought pretty good promo from both guys. Yeah. Crowd's really hot for Carmelo. Uh, yeah. Corbin's easy to boo, so <laughs> should, be hot match. should be hot. We get some tag action: Jakara Jackson and Lash Legend taking on Valentina Feroz and Lisa Leon. Uh, Jackson and Legend working pretty good together. Bunch of powerhouse moves. A cool double team move. It was like a wheelbarrow suplex diamond cutter combo move, which I thought should have been their finisher. But uh, Leon kicks out. Uh, but eventually Jackson hits the big pump kick, gets the win for her and Lash Legend. Uh, as they compete for championship titles that don't exist. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, we still got to have that merger. That will unify tomorrow, I believe. Uh, I think you're right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder if they'll get a new title for that as well, or if they'll just eliminate the NXT ones. Yeah, hard to say. Have all these women down all these women down here in NXT are like, hey, what the fuck? You, <laughs> you can't merge a yeah. title without like consulting us first. <laughs> Uh, but let's go to this uh, big main event match. Seth Rollins is here to defend his World Heavyweight Championship against Braun Breaker. And this crowd is just super hot for this huge main event here. Mm -hmm. They're singing. They're chanting, welcome back or welcome home. Uh, first ever NXT champion, Seth Rollins. Uh, 
And you know he's got his ribs all taped up from that attack from Balor the night before, so. Oh, I didn't forget. I did not forget. Yeah. Neither did Braun Breaker. Uh, mm-hmm. Just going after those ribs. And just a good competitive match. Uh, Braun's in control. He's doing push-ups. He's pissing off the crowd. Uh, later, Rollins sets up Braun on the announce table. Climbs the top rope. Hits the huge frog splash off the top onto Braun. Breaking through the table. Crowd's loving it. Uh, but, of course, you know, Seth, that frog splash right onto those injured ribs. So... Took a bit of uh, yep, self-inflicted Took damage. some time to get up after that also. And then back in the ring, Braun Breaker hits a nice Frankensteiner off the top rope. And then the press power slam. Huge near fall there. Seth Rollins just kicks out the crowd. Bit on that one. Uh, but then Rollins hits a pedigree. Braun kicks out. Seth goes for a curb stomp. Braun counters, hits a spear, makes a su- makes the cover. Seth kicks out. So now this match is getting real hot. The crowd's just standing on their feet, chanting NXT. Uh, Braun jumps off the top rope. Seth hits him midair with a super kick, follows up with the curb stomp. And then right away, he hits a second stomp for good measure. And that gives him the pinfall win. Seth Rollins retains his title. In one hell of a match. One... Hell of a match. Awesome match. Uh, probably one of the <laughs> best crowds we've seen in this uh, post 2.0 era. And I say post 2.0 because we're not 2.0 anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, they definitely felt like a main a main roster main event level yeah. match. Uh, and probably, which, Bron- I mean, probably goes- Braun Breaker's uh, largest scale of performance, too. Yeah, I was going to say, Braun Breaker showing he can hang with the main event level talents of the big leagues. And uh, an almost sure future world champion, Braun Breaker, here. Yeah. He'll be coming up. And then, so at the very end, Seth Rollins, he celebrates. The copyright logo appears in the corner. But it's all a fake out as Finn Balor appears, attacks from behind, uh, just beats Beats Seth down, smacks him in the ribs with a chair, climbs the ropes for a coup de gras, but then Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams run out, make the save, and we get a stare down to end the show. Get the stare down. I love when they do that logo fake out. It doesn't happen every so it happens every so often because you're not looking at your watch. Yeah, once in a while. You don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh so it was great to see. Yeah, and what a what a great moment for NXT. For the belt itself, for Seth Rollins, just the year of Seth. Uh, he he's a wrestler of the year candidate every single time he walks out uh, on the stage. Yeah, he yeah. really is the ultimate workhorse of this company. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. Okay, great show. So let's move <laughs> ourselves on over just to the very next night. Then, of course, we're talking about AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite, they coming for you Vince, better watch out, it's too sweet. Show starts off with the Hardys and the Guns, taking on, taking each other on and not necessarily uh, inspiring a ton of excitement, uh, yeah, I guess, I, mean, I guess the whole thing felt like a setup for the post-match angle. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the crowd's still hot for the Hardys, even if they're a little... 
a little sloppy a little these all days, over Jeff. the place. Yeah, Jeff just kind of lands on guys now <laughs> when he does the moves instead of trying to, yeah, you know, like roll through. But anyways, uh, yeah, Jeff goes for a swanton bomb. Juice Robinson runs out, distracts the ref, so Jay White can knock Jeff off. The guns hit the three ten to Yuma to steal the win. And then, yeah, as you said, it's really all about the angle after the four heels just beat up the Hardy some more. Uh, Ricky Starks runs out to make the save, but he's outnumbered, so FTR run out. Still outnumbered, so CM Punk runs out. And we are in Chicago once again for Dynamite, so, uh, yeah, another big pop for Punk as he just cleans house, helps the baby faces stand tall. Yeah, of course, because we know Punk's going to be there. He he takes the mic afterwards and gives a little, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm, a, I'm a collision guy. I'm not even supposed to be here. Very reminiscent of Dante <laughs> from the sh the movie Clerks, if we recall. Um, yeah, and I was waiting. And Bianca Belair to Charlotte Flair. You don't even go here. Yeah, I was waiting for the next sh the shirt to come out and say, you don't even go here. Uh, buy the ProWrestlingTees.com. So one thing I noticed, Punk did this tonight, and he also did it on Collision. Right before he cuts a promo, he takes the AEW logo off the mic and throws it down because he thinks he's bigger than the company, you know? Yeah, I saw a clip of him doing that in his uh, WWE days also. There's also a clip of him doing that a couple times. Yeah. I, hey, that's fine. Yeah, we're, we're, we're adding to whatever the angle is, you know? I mean, he doesn't like the E in AEW, so he doesn't even want to see it on his. He's microphone. just AW. He's just aw. He hates the elite. Yeah. Apparently, goddamn. Anyways, anyways, uh, we go to uh, the concourse for a concession stand brawl between Jeff Jarrett and Mark Briscoe. So. Yeah. So, folks, picture uh, <laughs> that Jericho Roddy Strong bit, but only on the concourse. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much the same idea, a false count anywhere match that just starts in front of the snack bar. Uh, so, yeah, they're brawling. We get some trash cans, some tables, condiments are sprayed. Karen Jarrett interferes. Uh, Briscoe gets Jeff on a table, climbs up a ladder, but then Sanjay Dutt shoves him off, so Briscoe breaks through the table. And then they eventually fight their way to the ring anyways, and... Uh, Jarrett's got all of his goons ganging up on Briscoe, but then Papa Briscoe was sitting at the timekeeper's table. He gets involved, throws a couple clotheslines, uh, but Karen Jarrett sneaks up and low blows him. Satnam Singh jumps in, the best friends, Lucha Bros run out, so it's just chaos. <gasps> chaos at ringside. <clears throat> Penta gets in the ring, super kicks Jarrett. Briscoe rolls him up, gets the three count. Yeah, there was a lot going on here, which has pretty much ended up in an extension of uh, whatever we saw uh, over the past few weeks. This is, whole thing feels messy. Yeah, it's dragging on a bit. Yeah. This whole Jarrett Briscoe thing. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well. Uh, backstage, the Blackpool Combat Club with a little promo laying down a challenge for a five-on-five -five match. 10-man tag at Forbidden Door uh, against the Elite. So we'll we'll give you those list of names later. Yeah, and Eddie Kingston stares down the barrel of the camera and lets us know that he'll be making the announcement. <laughs> yeah, because obviously Kenny Omega's already booked for a match, so yeah. Bucks and Hangman need two other guys. 
I'm, uh, I'm sure we'll find a couple. Eddie says, I'm in, but I get to pick the fifth guy. But I get to pick the I'll make the announcement. I love Eddie yeah. Kingston. <laughs> Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Minoru Suzuki take on AR Fox, Action Andretti, and Darius Martin in a trios match. Crowd excited to see Suzuki. Everyone loves his stiff strikes, a bunch of big chops throughout the whole match. Uh, then you had the other guys to do the high-flying stuff. AR Fox hits his awesome. That springboard implosion sent on he does to the floor. Love that move. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Suzuki hits the big gotch pile driver, spiking down Fox. And then Martin jumps off the top rope with a drop kick. But Jericho catches him midair. Puts him right into the line, Tamer. Martin taps out. And then right after the match, Renee Young gets in the ring, interviews Jericho. Uh, Jericho challenges Sting and Darby to a six-man tag at Forbidden Door. Sting and Darby come out to accept the challenge. Jericho wants to know who the third man will be. And Sting kind of whispers in his ear. And Darby says, you'll have to wait until Collision to find out. Fantastic. I'll wait till Saturday. Who can it be? Which means we're getting a Sting match. We're getting a Jericho match. Yeah. Uh, all, you know, Sting, all I've never seen one. Sting wrestle, so it's, that's one to check off the list. Do you have a list? I mean, not a physical list, but Sting, yeah. I've never seen him wrestle, so that's that's something. Yeah, it's going to be an incredible moment. It's going to be an incredible moment when it happens. Also, our second time seeing Jericho. Uh... Trying to think if I saw him in WWE. Was he at that Survivor Series? Um, he might. I can't remember. It's yeah. been a while. Hard to say. He might have been at the Raw. Actually, I think he. Yeah, he was at Survivor Series. Right on. There we I go. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, backstage we have this like uh, bingo tumbler type thing. Cause they just kind of threw this in there. We're having a a randomly drawn bracket for a tag team eliminator tournament. Uh, so anyone can be partnered with anyone. That's and fun. It's a cool idea. Uh, Adam Cole comes out, talks about the 30-minute draw he had with uh, MJF last week. So he calls out Maxwell. Max comes out. Uh, he starts talking. Crowd chant, shut the fuck up. He says, no. Uh, he says it was great to see the old Adam Cole back last week, but he declines his request for a rematch. That's when Tony Schiavone interrupts. Cole and Max both tell him to shut up. Shut up, but, Schiavone. Uh, in perfect timing. Yeah, that was a great like bit. Jinx. That was a great. That was a real <laughs> jinx. You owe me a coke kind of bit. Yeah, they should have said jinx. But Tony says, "Hey, hey, guess what? In that blind draw for this tag team tournament, the two names selected: Adam Cole, MJF. You're going to be partnered up." Uh, so they're kind of pissed off, but the crowd chants, hug it out. Mm-hmm. You know, let's get along here. You can be tag champs, MJF, you can be a double champ. Uh, but before they can hug, Tanahashi appears on the screen for one last promo, challenging MJF once again for the AEW title <coughs> at Forbidden Door. Cole calls Max a coward if he doesn't accept. Crowd chants, coward. So MJF says, fine, I accept, I'll face Tanahashi. At Forbidden Door. We're getting a match, cool. baby. Finally. Finally. I, yeah. kn- I knew we had to do something. Oh, yeah. I felt like it was already confirmed, but I guess Max never said yes. He officially. never officially said yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, that'll be fun to see. And excited for more pairings of this uh, tag tournament. Yeah, they haven't really said no. when it's going to start. Yeah, or anything, slow, slowly roll it out. Yeah, could be some interesting, some interesting partnerships there. I mean, I mean, uh, people, friends who become enemies, enemies become friends. Yeah. CM Punk and Hangman Page. <laughs> yeah, Ken, Kenny, Kenny Punk. Yeah. Uh, let's go to a tag match. We got Daniel Garcia and Zack Sabre Jr. taking on Orange Cassidy and Shibata. So crowd was real hyped to see our guests here from New Japan. Uh, they were chanting, holy shit, even as the match started. So they were really hyped up. They really wanted uh, Shibata, but hey. Yeah. So it was yeah, fun little match. They got a good amount of time. Uh, Shibata, he's holding Garcia up. Cassidy runs in for an orange punch, but Garcia ducks. Shibata gets nailed. Zack Sabre Jr. grabs Cassidy in the knee bar. Garcia rolls up Shibata, gets the three count. Just like he should. Just like he should, babyface, <laughs> go over. A lot of gold coming down to the ring here, too. Of course, Orange Cassidy, the international oh. champion. Zack Sabre Jr., the uh, New Japan World TV champion. So sort of like the the secondary title over there. Yeah. Uh, and I think Daniel <laughs> Garcia. What's that? What's that one called over there in Ring of Honor? Pure champion. Does he still have that belt? I can't. I mean, remember. I bet. I feel like I haven't heard yeah. him losing it exactly. Uh, yeah. Either way, that was that. Let's go to Chris Statler, Statlander, defending the TBS title against Taya Valkyrie. Uh, Statlander been defending this belt almost every week since winning which is on nice real see, tv you know. and not fucking dark yeah she's trying to rack up those wins catch up to jade yeah yeah uh, it's tough it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough but she uh she hits that cool pendulum moonsault she does off the apron to the floor and then back in the ring she hits like a fisherman michinoku driver and taya kicks out Hits a big double underhook slam for a near fall, but then Statlander fights back. Picks up Valkyrie, hits the Wednesday Night Fever to get the win, retain the title. Great to see this belt being defended. Great to see Chris Statlander getting some wins. Uh, now that we have the two shows, you know, why not split up the two belts? Um, yeah. No, or not like uh, split up, but just, you know. Uh, not be like, yeah. 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 I don't think they'll be exclusive, but, you know, you can have one match per show per week or something. Yeah, something, sure. Whatever. Why the hell not? Yeah. Uh, let's go to the final segment. Eddie Kingston coming out to give us the announcement of uh, who he's picking as the fifth man for the Forbidden Door match. Uh, but John Moxley interrupts, gets in his face. They argue. <gasps> Eddie says, I don't have time for this. Announces the partner will be Tomohiri, Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, so Ishii comes out, but the Blackpool Combat Club attack him. Brian jumps in to do some damage. But then we hear the coin flip. Cling. Kazuchika Okada comes out to a huge pop. Uh, he gets face to face with Brian. Yuta tries to attack from behind. 
he holds Okada. Brian runs in with the Busaiko knee. Okada ducks. Yuta gets taken out. And then Okada grabs Brian for a Rainmaker, but Brian slips out. So Okada hits Yuta with the Rainmaker instead. Stands tall to end the show. Man, there's just something so captivating about this man. And it's yeah, the I mean. the the North American live the North American and the Japanese live audiences are very different crowds, and there is just <laughs> something otherworldly about Kazuchika Okada. Just seeing him, being around him, uh, what is it? What is it to, for you? He's just one of those big guys. You know, he comes across as a star. Just as soon as you see him, the way he carries himself. It's the way, you said it right there, the way he carries himself, the way he looks. He's just... Like people, even if they've never seen a match of his, they're probably like, okay, this guy's a big deal. Like if you saw him, you're like, okay. You know, and just the way he's... I don't know, it's going to be a dream come true when we find ourselves face-to-face with Okada himself on uh sunday so let's just run give you that card it's gonna be another big card like last year's for door with a little pre-show match here in this women's owen hart championship or tournament uh, athena taking on billy starks never heard of her yeah. so i can only imagine that the ring of honor women's champion athena is gonna go through with it we've seen billy like once or twice yeah she's 18 years old just out of high school so another young upstart but Probably Athena's match to win, you would think, right? Yeah. Unless they want to go for the big. That sounds Billy no. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Looking at her wiki right near. <laughs> she was formerly known as Pizza Cat Junior. Yeah, exactly. As one of her. <laughs> uh, but we yeah. o- we open up with uh, first match of the show. God, even just here looking at the card, first match of the show, MJF, your AEW World Champion, taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi, uh, in what's going to be a barn burner. Yeah, I mean Tanahashi, uh, you know, a Japanese legend. He's definitely nearing the end of his career, but he's got that, you know, he, yeah, like he's a legend. So people will be happy just to see him and. Uh, obviously, it's not meant. It won't be the main event, even though it's the world title match. I mean, he was in match. the world title match uh, last year. Last year yeah. for Bindor, taking on Moxley. So this is a position he's quite familiar with. But Canadian soil, anything can happen. Uh, what about uh, a little Canadian flavor here with uh, the sex gods themselves? Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Minoru Suzuki taking on Sting, Darby Allen, the mystery opponent, Mike. I'm more uh, curious about who the mystery opponent will be. Yeah, I feel like uh, Naito, he's probably one of the biggest names that aren't on this card so far, and that would get a good pop from the crowd. Yeah, yeah. That would be my best guess. I mean, my dream would be Kota Ibushi, but I know him and New Japan aren't really working together anymore, so that might not happen. Well, yeah, I think we can wait for Kota Ibushi. Yeah, Kota Ibushi doesn't have to happen, uh, maybe, yeah. Mike. Um, and, and Great Muda is done, right? He's not. He can't. Yeah, he retired. That uh, would have been a good we've choice. Se- we've so. seen him here on All Elite Wrestling before, so that's why I had to ask. Yeah, so Naito's my pick. Is that what you think as well? Or? Uh, yeah, you I'm, tra- I'm trying to think of somebody who, yes, who's older, who Sting would know maybe. Is there somebody who uh, paints their face? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we can have um. a consistent theme. Hard to say, uh, but yeah, really, I, 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 can't, I, I mean, I think for this match, seeing the, the TBA 
the TBD might be uh, is going to be a big moment. Just yeah, and I mean, just seeing guys like Sting and Suzuki, some legends as well. Yeah. So that'll just be fun to see. Exactly. Uh, but one thing, Mike, I know you're not looking forward to the men's Owen Hart champion uh, tournament. CM Punk taking on Satoshi Kojima, a lesser known uh, name, at least for people here in our ring, our side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, uh, yeah. Not not going to be a very big match on the card. Uh, hopefully, we can all boo CM Punk still anyways. But uh, Yeah, it feels like he should have taken somebody, or CM Punk should have been taken on a, a, a bigger star. Even a CM Punk and Naito type. Like, that 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 feels like it would be a cool match. Yeah, that would have been big. Um, yeah, so probably not a lot of heat going into this match. But it'll still be interesting to see, just to see the, the reaction that Punk gets. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what about the international championship? The four guys who were just all going at it the other day will have it on the line. Cassidy, Zack Sabre Jr., Shibata, and Daniel Garcia. I personally was really hoping that this would be an opportunity for Jay White to uh, walk out as the international champion here coming out for Bindor. But now that, you know, this is what the card looks like, do you see the belt changing hands? Will Orange Cassidy lose uh, the championship in the city in which he won? <laughs> I mean, between these four, I'd rather Cassidy keep it at this point. Zack Sabre Jr. has already got his belt, and Garcia, I don't think he deserves it. And I mean, Shibata, he's still a big name over there, so he could potentially have a short reign with it. But yep. Yeah, I'd rather have Cassidy keep it and then maybe have a big match at All In at Wembley. Oh, yes, we have to start thinking about All In, too. That's a good point. Yeah, so, that is also a but, good point. You know, I could still see him losing it. It's, uh, but uh, yeah, Cassidy, I'd rather him keep it if this is the lineup. What about the IWGP World Championship? Sonata taking on Jungle Boy Jack Perry. We're all excited to see it, but uh, does, does Jack Perry stand a chance? Uh, I mean, probably not. Mm. Uh, but you know the crowd likes him. We got to sing his Tarzan boy song. So, whoa, 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 whoa. yeah, gotta start practicing now. <laughs> gotta start practicing now. The women's match, the only women's match we have on the main card here. We have Tony Storm taking on Willow Nightingale for that AEW Women's Championship. Willow Nightingale, of course, yeah, is that New also, Japan champion. Yeah. Not for that belt. Uh, you know, it's all unfortunate. What could have been if Mercedes never gets injured? Yeah. She'd probably be in this position. She uh, she would have been, or at least she would have been taking somebody on here on the card. Maybe Mercedes Monet yeah. and uh, uh, Soraya. That could be pretty good. Yeah. But uh, either way, you know, these are still two good wrestlers, so it should be fun. Yeah. Should be very fun. Uh, what about this 10-man tag that we described earlier? The Blackpool Combat Club plus Dikeshja and Shada Ominu is taking on the Elite plus Eddie Kingston and Tomohiro Ishii. This is just going to be... This has Meltzer five stars written all over it. <laughs> um, I don't know. How many five-star matches are we going to get on this card? Uh, I'm going to say one, two, three. At least three. I'm going to say three. Possibly four. <laughs> I'll say at least two. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'll say two. I won't include this one. I mean, I don't know. Meltzer loves these kind well, of Well, that's what I'm so thinking. I'm thinking Meltzer fives. Yeah. And Meltzer eyes, yeah. 
We'll get lots of weapons probably. We'll get, you know, Moxie's going to bleed. Someone's going to bleed. Who knows, man? You know, now that the president's been sent with a spot of the year, su uh, exploding super kick to the face, I think all bets are off the table. <laughs> I mean, they haven't said. I mean, this is still supposed to be standard rules, though. So, yeah. Uh, but that never stopped anyone before. So. What about uh, here an Adam Cole match added to the card? I must miss this. Adam Cole taking on Tom Lawler, a New Japan guy, a former uh, MMA champ or an MMA fighter, at least. Yeah, I know almost nothing about this Lawler guy. Uh, yeah, I think I know him by name. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole yeah, probably gets you know, the big boom. for Adam Cole. Adam Cole gets the boom. I mean, it's that simple. Yeah. We get to say Adam Cole, baby. We get to all cheer yeah. boom. Uh, so, that, uh, yeah, it's enough. Only if, yeah. Only a few matches left here. Brian Danielson taking on Kazuchika Okada for nothing but pride itself. Uh, if there was ever been a wrestling match to truly determine who the best wrestler on the planet is, I cannot think of... Uh, any two men who will prove that any more than Sunday night. Yeah, I mean, this has the potential to be one of the best matches you'll ever see if everything goes right. I mean, the talent is obviously there. Uh, yeah, I mean, this give them 30 minutes, just a fucking insane wrestling match. Yeah, uh, could go either way. Could I don't go even know either way, thing. either way. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Brian wants to lose because he doesn't care about winning anything. Uh, but you know, it all depends on the other match as well. Because if Kenny Omega loses, would you want Brian to lose as well? Both your big AEW guys. So I don't know. I don't even care who wins. I just want to sit back. Yeah, don't even care who wins. Well, you eyes. well you said it right there. Yeah, uh, the other match, which I feel will inevitably be the main event. Kenny Omega taking on Will Ospreay, one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time, is now getting a part two uh, at the Scotiabank Arena. Kenny's going to be over as fuck. Um, oh yeah. Out, out of kind of this whole card, of course, Jared. Of course, everybody's the crowd's gonna be pumped for everybody. But I can't think of anybody more than Kenny Omega who will receive the thunderous ovation from the locals, myself yeah, included. The homecoming we never got. Yeah. Uh, here in Toronto. Uh, but I mean, Kenny won the first match in Japan. Would they have him go 2-0 and or would they have him lose on Canadian soil? No, I feel like he has to lose match. it all in, if anything. That's where you lose. But then why would Osprey deserve a shot at all in if he's 0-2? We'll figure that out later. <laughs> Maybe we get a 60-minute draw. I would... <laughs> It's 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I could see it happening. I think it all depends on which where they put this on the card if danielson okada is the main event i could see omega losing so that they'll be like okay don't worry stick around folks we still got brian and okada don't no but i think Ken, i think kenny's got to win i mean if it was up to me kenny would win but yeah you know you mean it's not up to you guy doesn't always get it not up to me shit <laughs> Well, shit, Mike, that was the card. Really cannot wait. It will truly be one of the best shows you'll ever see. Uh, so let's give you one more thing before we head out here, and that is, of course, a Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. 
Uh, I'm going to actually look over here on NXT. Really, it was a one hell of a match, I have to say. Uh, Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, wrestler of the week he was on the main roster there doing his thing and just uh, kind of looking through the records here Seth Rollins has not been receiving the the proper wrestler of the week um kudos that he truly deserves so I think it's time he gets one yeah can't argue with that uh, but I'll go ahead and give it to the other guy in the very same match Braun Breaker just for showing, yeah, you know, I can hang. I can go with Seth. Seth freaking Rollins, and uh, I'll be holding that belt one day. That's what he's thinking. Yeah, like you said, can, can hold his own, and it feels great. You know, after he lost that championship, uh-oh, what's Braun Breaker going to do? And we're sort of building him up that little bit before he is ready for that main roster run. We're really not pushing it because he is a star of the future, and that's all the time we have for uh, the show this week. Thanks for listening, folks. Great for you, like, subscribe, shows everywhere. Of course, we'll be, next, we'll be back next week with the big Forbidden Door Fallout. Uh, Mike, it's truly going to be one hell of a wrestling weekend. And uh, it, it, it's going to be a, 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 an experience you and I will never forget. Yeah, going to be an awesome night. Awesome night of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, great way to officially kick off the summer. Amen to that, brother. Wait. Amen to that. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Mike, take care of yourself. We'll see you next week. We'll see you Sunday, baby.